Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So, I'm going to use this metaphor once again because we just keep beating it into the ground. Universes will be explored on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Avenues and universes. Yes, many of us have gone down to Walt Disney World since the last time we recorded, and I couldn't tell you when that was. It was long. Wow. <laughs> it's been August. A yeah, August. I was going to yeah. say, so was it after my Disney, my Star Wars? I think so. I think that's the last time yeah. all of us were together. Yeah. I know there's been some mini episodes and small episodes that have surfaced here and there, um, but this is the I think the I think this is the first time in a really long time that all five of us are together. So we're going to make the best of it. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Today is August. August. See, look, I got August on the brain. It's October seventh. Uh, I guess I'm the most recent one who's just gotten back. I was there end of September for the end of Illuminations and the beginning of the Epcot Forever interim show. So I was down there for like six days, uh, five nights. Uh, my very best friend in the world came with us. Came with us. Came with me. It was just the two of us. Because uh, my wife couldn't go just because of logistical reasons and flights. And I'm going to apologize in advance for the audio and the stoppage and everything else because my program is being very annoying tonight. Um, so I'm going to do the best I can to not have it have <laughs> skip spaces because I constantly have to keep mm-hmm. it recording. And I don't know why. But anyway. So yeah, so we stayed at Saratoga Springs because this was a kind of a last minute booking and that's all that was available which is fine, whatever. Uh, it was just me and him, no kids, so it was easy. So we got in on Friday. We hit, um, so he hadn't, so let me press, so my buddy has not been down to Walt Disney World since they were building Epcot. He's been out to Disneyland a few times. Uh, he did go a few years ago with his daughter and his wife, uh, but only a one-day deal at Magic Kingdom. And... Uh, they did some fast passes, but they did not get uh, a whole lot of stuff done because it was their first time, and it was kind of like on a whim. They were going down to Florida, and he was like, he called me up. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to Disney World for today. What should I do?" I'm like, huh. "I was like, whatever you can, because you know, <laughs> you know, fast pass." Uh, I don't remember what time of year it was that he went, but um, so anyway, uh, so Magic Kingdom. So I asked him when I was doing fast passes. I said, "Listen," I said, "What what do you want to do? Is there like?" stuff you absolutely have to do want to do that you haven't seen so he's like yeah didn't get to go on peter pan last time haven't seen the jungle cruise and 
you know, anything else. It's like, all right, easy enough. So I did a, got fast passes for, I got Peter Pan for like in the middle of the afternoon, which was ridiculous that that was even available. Um, it was like, I got a two o'clock fast pass on a Friday for, uh, for Peter Pan. Uh, but it was also a party night. So I know parks are generally light on a uh, party night, at least Magic Kingdoms. That's kind of its MO. Um, and then I did Jungle Cruise and Big Thunder Mountain because I figured those are, uh, that's what I picked. Uh, so that's what we did. We did those three. We did a couple of other attractions, and we got we got a lot of stuff in in the afternoon. We didn't get to the park till right about two o'clock. Uh, so we hit that fast pass to Jungle Cruise. And Jungle Cruise was amazing. We had Skipper Katie, um, who was fantastic. We for the first time that I remember, which was really fun because I laughed like an idiot the whole time, and she was very appreciative of that because it was a boat full of duds. Um, mm-hmm. So when we were done, I gave her a high five, and she was like. She said to me and my buddy James, she's like, can you guys just ride all day? She said, because she's like, this was very good for my for my ego or something like that, because she had some different stuff in there. She changed some stuff around other than the normal thing, which was cool, like some different jokes, Um, because I said that to her and I was like, oh, you threw some new stuff in there. She's like, oh, we have to. (laughs) She's like, Uh. she's like, otherwise, (laughs) you know, it gets gets monotonous and it gets, you know, gets kind of boring sometimes. So anyway, that was a really good Jungle Cruise ride. Uh, and let's see, we had we had gotten uh, tickets for the Halloween party for that night because he had never been, and I kind of wanted to see the new stuff, the fireworks, and um, there were some enhancements to some of the attractions, but we honestly didn't get on any of the ones that uh, him or I don't do spinny stuff, so we weren't going to go see the teacups. Uh, we just never made it back to Space Mountain to try and do it. Um, we kind of meandered about. We actually we didn't get back to the park until late because we we got out of Magic maybe around five thirty or so. By the time we got back, it was six or whatever. We kind of had something to eat down in the turf club, had a couple rounds of drinks, and then uh, and then suited up and went back. We did dress up. I was Buzz. He was Woody. Uh, oh, rem- why have I not seen pictures of that? Because, I know because I I saw pictures. There was <laughs> one. There was only one picture that we that we had somebody take of us because they asked us to take pictures of them. So there's one terrible picture of the two of us. We did do oh, some geez. magic shots. So I think Melanie, you probably maybe you saw. Was on it the, on, on the app. your personal? That might have been on your personal Facebook, not the. I didn't post podcast. One, I didn't post one thing on Facebook from this trip. Maybe you were tagged then. I might have been. But I didn't post anything on my personal page. I might have put it in the okay. gr- I put it in the group page. I thought I don't. I could not have. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> the if thing not, with like the thirty pictures. <laughs> maybe yes. Because it, it had your Trader Sam's video in it. Yes, you like that. I think okay. maybe that's the that. problem because I only got like seven of those that I could see for whatever reason. Oh, there was like oh, no, there man. wasn't thirty. Oh. No, no, I'll I'll post them again. But um, I'll just screenshot that one picture and put it on Facebook. There you go. Go for <laughs> it. Put it on the. Um, yeah, so I was Buzz Lightyear, party, party City uniforms, had the inflatable wings. The only thing I did not wear was the purple hood because it was very hot. So I was a, uh, I was a semi-bald-headed Buzz Lightyear. But, uh, but it was cool. We had a good time. Met a, uh, a uh, Disney Twitter buddy of mine that, um, that I've never met before. So we met with him and just kind of BSed for a little bit. And he told me about uh, some of the magic shots that they do over behind the Christmas tree shop where Tiana usually meets, which I had no clue about. 
And he was like, dude, there's nobody over there. Just, you know, if you want to go check them out, check them out. So there was three. One was with the Hitchhiking Ghosts. One is with the Hatbox Ghost. And I forgot what the third one was, but we did not do that one. So we did the other two. And by that time, it was time for the fireworks. Uh, we had missed the first parade, but on purpose. We did some attractions. We did Splash Mountain. We did Thunder again in the dark. Uh, I forget what else. And so then there was no way we were getting back up to the front of the park watched the fireworks from right behind, right by Hall of Presidents, kind of like next to the Liberty Bell. We stood there and watched them mm-hmm. from behind the castle. So I saw none of the projections. We heard the music and we saw the fireworks. And it looked great from back there. It was loud and I heard the music. I had no idea what was going on in the front. I don't know what the story was. I guess there's supposedly a Jack Skellington character that comes out either in the car- either in the castle, like in that upper window or maybe on the stage. I honestly have no idea. He's on the stage. He's on the stage? Okay. So, yeah. Like I said, I heard everything. The fireworks were loud as hell back there, which was fine for us. And that was it. And then we kind of hung around back there and watched the fireworks, watched the second parade from Frontierland, uh, almost right across from Country Bears. And so that was fun. You know, I liked it. There were some of the new characters and new floats in there. That was cool. Uh, we weren't close enough to the rope where, like, Buzz or Woody, anybody could have noticed us. We were kind of on that bridge coming from uh, Splash Mountain. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was good. So he enjoyed it a lot for his first time doing all that stuff. And then we kind of took the long way out because I figured maybe the dump exit would be open behind the shops. Uh, So that was my plan. So we went and hit the people mover. And that was it. And then we went out. uh, And the dump exit was not open. And by the time we got around, the parade was... I think it was in the hub. So we just kind of... No, it was done. I think the parade was done. So we just made our way out and uh, got the heck out of there and went back to the resort. So that was day one. Day two was Animal Kingdom. I had had fast passes for Flight of Passage at 8 o'clock, which is pretty much when the park was opening. Or there might have been... That might have been an early day, 7 to 8. I don't remember. Uh, So I said to him the night before, I said, listen, this is what I have. I said, what what do you want to do? Um... Because he kind of has the motion sick thing. So I explained him. So we said, ah, let's see what happens. Let's see. I said, well, I, I said, there's no, I said, it's this or nothing. I said, we're, this isn't one we're waiting in line for or going to try to, you know, or try to get one later. Um, so he's like, all right, let's see how, how it is in the morning when we wake up. So I knew I'd be up because I just, I wake up early anyway, just because I do. Um, so we did not make it for the fast pass <laughs> <laughs> or we got there. Yeah, I don't think we did. We definitely didn't make it for the f- gonna go running back there for it. Uh, so we missed that, which I wasn't completely sad about. I, you know, I like it; it's fun, but I wasn't gonna kill myself. So we did. Um, what do we do? We did the. So we headed to the safari just to see what that was, but that line was very long. Uh, it was upwards of an hour, so I was like, ah, you know, we'll. I said. Again, we'll check it later. If it's around an hour, a little less, then that's cool. I don't mind waiting for it. He didn't really care either. So I took him. We just kind of walked around the park because he'd never been there before. So I just kind of was pointing stuff out. We watched the uh, the birds, the, the thing they do with the macaws and everything, like at the beginning. Uh, so that was really cool. And uh, then we just we did the Mirage Jungle Trek. We did the Pagani Walking Trail, uh, Festival of the Lion King. 
we tried like every show to go to that one and then like we'd walk by the Dawa and, and grab up grab a, a beer or a drink and then go to the queue and it was like ah it looks like it's far out so then we would bag it so we ended up going in the afternoon it was like a one the one o'clock or the one thirty or whatever it was after we came out of there I had had fast passes I think for five or five thirty for the uh, for the roller coaster for Everest. So I was like, all right, cool. So I so I told him that, and he was like, all right, yeah, yeah. So he's like, all right, so let's um, you know, let's not uh, let's not continue pounding beers down for the, mm. so we could ride this roller coaster, but that didn't work out. So we kind of parked at Dawa because they said, oh, you know, the the band is coming on at like two thirty or something like that, and this was at like one. It was right after we got out of the Lion King show, so it was one thirty or two o'clock, and the acrobats were on. So we had a table right at the corner. We just kind of parked there and watched uh, multiple shows of both. <laughs> it was like f- it was getting near like four thirty. Um, so, what, so at one point when Buradika was stopping and and um, coming off the stage, people were taking pictures with them. So I got up. I was like, "Oh, let me go grab a picture with the band while they're doing it already with other people." So I go to jump in there. I was like, "Oh, do you guys mind?" I gave the cast member the phone. Um, that was taking everybody else's pictures that was going up there. So uh, I said, hi, how you guys doing? I really like you guys and that kind of dorkiness. I know I sent the picture out to, to you guys. and um, But uh, so I said, you know, I've been watching you guys from the corner over there at the bars. I've been sitting there for a while. So one of the dancers looks at me and she says, she says, yes, I know. I've seen you there. She said, I'm waiting for you to come out and dance with us. She, <laughs> she totally caught me out. I was like, oh, maybe one more beer. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. So that's why I'll send you the the progression of pictures because this, the the guy took like ten pictures of it, and you could see the various stages of me laughing and her pointing at me and pointing at the thing. It was it was, really, it was a funny exchange. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, so I think we watched them one more time, and then I we were getting hungry. I was like, well, I said we can wander around. We can go to like Nomad, or there's little carts with like wings and stuff like that i said or we could go over to the polynesian go to captain cook's because they got good stuff over there i said and then we could see what it is for sam's i said because it opens at four so he's like oh yeah yeah let's do that so we left and went right over to the polynesian went to um captain cook's we grabbed some quick service stuff sat outside and then went and put the name, our name down for... On the wait list for Sam's, they told us two hours. And at this point, it was probably... I don't know. 6.30, maybe? Something like that. So we're like, all right. So he's like, oh, you know, what else can we do? I said, well, we can hang right here. We can go on the patio and get drinks. And I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. Tambu's upstairs. So we went upstairs, got a seat at the bar at Tambu. I had a Lapu, proper and a pineapple... For the first time, in, and for honestly, for the first time in a long time, there, um, we had a couple rounds up there, and then our my uh, and then I got the text. It was like only an hour, it was like about an hour and a half. So we got into Sam's, sat at a table, um, shared with people at first, and then uh, one of the smaller smaller bench in the back that only there's like two people that sit there that opened up, so we sat there. And then within two minutes of sitting there, two people got up from the bar. I was like, let's go. <laughs> I ran up to the bar and we <laughs> sat at the bar. So we sat at the bar. First time I've ever sat at the bar in that place. Oh, we had so much fun in that place for that night. Because Adrian, you, I mean, Milford knows. We were in there two years ago and we 
had a uh, had a grand old time with. Oh yeah, was it was a ball. With. So it was a ball. So it was basically the same thing. So the two of us sat at the bar. They figured us out pretty quickly that we're a bunch of clowns. So it just made it all the more better. Like you know, whatever we were ordering was you know turned into a big thing and. Um, we got to know the, you know the skipper that was helping us first, Skipper Liv. When we left where her table was and sat at the bar, she was like, "She was like, what happened?" She was like, "You didn't even have one." You know, we were like, "Well, you know, sitting at the bar, we never sat at the bar." So I mean, she was cool, but she kept busting our chops the rest of the night. Um, one of the bartenders that was there was actually from a, a town in Connecticut, uh, maybe about an hour north of where I live. So that was funny. We went back and forth about that stuff. And the other main bartender, Skipper Robin, uh, was, uh, he was really cool. Perfect, like, demeanor for that place. Because there was, like, a lot of first-time people that were coming in there. And it was hysterical. It was so hysterical. Like, how he was just, how he was dealing with these people. Oh, it was so funny. Then there was, like, a bridal party that came in. And they came up to the bar. Oh, yeah. No, well, it it was fun for about five minutes. And then, <laughs> and then the two of them were like, okay, here are the woo girls. Because that's everything was, you know, mm. was every, there was like, I don't know, 10 of them probably. So they were all at a table in the back and they were, oh, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, nice to, uh, that was nice. That was some fun back and forth stuff between like the people at the bar and the, uh, and the, uh, and the bartenders. Uh, so that was really good. It was really good. We had a, so we closed the place down. We were there till midnight and then, uh, Grabbed an Uber back to our uh, hotel. And, all right, so next day was Sunday. Sunday we went to the studios. I had no fast passes for anything because I just didn't know what was going to go on. Um, Plus, I couldn't get any. I couldn't get any for Slinky Dog, and I knew neither of us were riding the tower, and if he wanted to do Rock and Roller Coaster, we would have done it, Um, but... We kind of both were disinterested in that. So it was cool. We got there right at 9. So they had these early, early magic hours that they've been doing from 6 to 9. So we went through the gates about, right about 9. We were going through security. And so, you know, security guy was like, oh, how's it going? How's and he's like, oh, he said, uh, he said, good. He said, um, he said, this is much calmer than it was before. I said, oh, why? Was it nutty this morning? Nutty is an understatement. So I guess between that three hours, it was a, it was a literal zoo of people coming through the gates. Um, so I'm glad we didn't decide to go that route because that would have been aggravating. <laughs> uh, so we walked into studios. We got through. We're heading in. I'm like, oh, Skyliners. I, I knew it was opening that day, but I completely forgot that the station literally drops you in right there. <laughs> like, before, it was before security. I'm sorry. So we um, so we jumped on it because there was nobody in line. I was like, oh, cool. Let's go take it for a ride and see what's what. So we took it. It was us two, and then there was another couple that was in there with us. Um, but they do hold ten, and uh, so we took it to the first stop, which I believe was Caribbean Beach, and we just kind of got off and got back on again. Very smooth, very cool. The little uh, spiel was informative and nice. It's not kind of drab as the monorail one. It was a female voice. Uh, didn't sounded a lot less robotic than the monorail guy, uh, and it kind of had facts about what you were riding over. So about the swampland and and. Uh, what it was beforehand and and things like that. So it was really cool. Um, yeah, so that's what we did. And you know, as as people are going to be hearing that the accident has happened and whatever's going on with that, I'm not going to deal with any of that. You can find out your own stuff on that. Um, whatever I wrote that's it. That's what I'll, the interwebs I'll, are for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wrote it when it gets up and running and is fine again. I will write it again. 
I thought it was great. It's a ridiculously great form of transportation. It was a lot of fun. So hopefully they get all the kinks worked out of it and it's smooth sailing from here. All right, so headed into studios, went right to uh, Galaxy's Edge, right to Batu. Um, it was place was pretty cool, man. We just we kind of walked around for a little bit and just kind of took it all in, tried to get a lay of the land. We got our little map with our whatever the heck they give you that has all the uh, different symbols and the language and whatever that was, and I just stuck that right in my pocket because I wasn't even going to bother trying to figure any of it out. <laughs> Plus, I'm <laughs> is an old the guy. entrance by Star Tours. The entrance is not by... Uh, you, have to, you can go past Star uh, Tours. The entrance is by... Uh, kind of like past Baseline and near Muppets. Muppets, yep. Oh, okay. And then it loops around and comes out Okay. Uh, on the other side of it. Or, or you can go in, vice versa. But it's a really cool transition by where Muppets is. Because you go through like this tunnel, which is supposed to be, I guess, like a mountain. So it is a good transition there. The other one... Okay, I'm, but did you see what I was talking about with like the weird subway dial? Uh, no, I didn't pay attention to that, but, uh... Yeah. No. <laughs> I did not. I was looking up, I think. <laughs> I took a picture in there. I can't remember. You, you mean inside weird. the tunnel, like there's subway tile? Yeah, it looks like... I swear I've talked about this. Like, there's no, this I remember white... I, I'm gonna find a picture. Alright, I'll keep talking. I do remember you mentioning <laughs> it, but I did not actively yeah. remember to, to pay attention to it. Coming in or out of the land. Um, so we went in there, and we walked through, and... Uh, kind of just like I said, we, I didn't look at the map at all. We just kind of wandered around. I said, it, I, you know, I said it's not huge; it's a circle. We should be able to figure this out. So we walked through the Black Spire Outpost. That's kind of the way we head. We saw, I guess, Rise of Resistance is off to the left when you walk in the main area, which is obviously not open yet. But we saw where the uh, entrance to the attraction is going to be. So we come out of the outpost area where the shops and stuff. Uh, we didn't bother with any of the shops. We we figured we would do that later on or so we walk up and then i guess it's off to the left i'm trying to remember my bearings there she is in all her hunk of junk beauty a almost full-scale model of the goddamn millennium falcon it's ridiculous it's insane it is pictures do it no justice like we just stood there at the top of the little staircase like a bunch of schoolgirls. like he was like dude that's a millennium falcon I'm like i know it's a millennium falcon i mean there was probably some and other going through the queue? of it yeah so then he was like so I said, well, I said, they don't do fast pass for this. I said, so let's see what the wait is. It was 55 minutes at 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, dude, let's get in line. I was like, because we have nothing else to do. Cool. So we got in line, and it no, it was every bit of the 55 minutes. I think it was about 50 if we timed it right. Did not feel like it. Because once you get inside, there's so much stuff to look at, and there's, and there's all these, um, there's just a ton of crap to look at all over the place. And then you get different views of the Falcon as you're walking around. And you go up and in. So I like the little scene in the engine room too. Yes, yeah, so we got. Were you to, in there long? Yeah, we got to where the rocket activates, and uh, I guess that's Han yeah. that's talking. That says, you know, I and think? then I think it's Han was supposed to be talking. I guess from like Solo Han, mm-hmm. um, not Harrison Ford Han, like young Han. And I don't know who the other voice is supposed to be because I still haven't seen Solo. Um, you know, it's like a banter back and forth about testing the engines in a uh, civilian area or something like that. Uh, and that, no, that's that's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool. Um, I really enjoyed exchange. that. Yeah, that was cool. So we went in, you weave your way through, and then you get to where uh, I guess it's the first queue area where Hondo is, which I thought 
was not an animatronic here. I thought he was a. I thought it was a screen for him, but maybe. See, we had a video screen. Oh no, he was a full animatronic. But I've seen an animatronic later on, so I wonder if maybe it wasn't ready for the preview. Maybe not, because we definitely had TVs. There was. Yeah, I don't know. You went into this room. You had to look up. He was up above you, like with some railings. I have video of him, but the railing is blocking his head the whole time because we were right up near the front. Uh, So there was two monitors in there. That's where he used to explain stuff, and then Chewbacca came on those eventually. Uh, Yeah, but it was a full Hondo animatronic, and that was I was like super stoked. And I explained to my buddy James kind of who he was and where he came from and what his deal is and what this whole thing was. So we did that. So the, our first uh, time through, we were engineers. And I'd heard all the stuff online about, oh, if it's the pilot or nothing, blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever. I'll, you know, I, I give any of that uh, very little weight until I explain, until I do this stuff for myself because I, people just complain for the sake of complaining, I believe. Yes, of course it's fun to fly and be the pilot, but they can't make it. There's six. There's six seats in the th- so it's two, two, and two. There's two pilots, two gunners, two engineers, and they're and you're one behind the other, but they're kind of offset in like a V, and they they span out. Like the two pilots are closest together, gunners a little further, engineers further than that. Um, I I felt it's like a total team thing. So who we we were both engineers, so we're all the way in the back. There was a family of four that were the other two, two young kids. And then the parents, the young kids had to be, the little girl was probably seven. Maybe the boy was eight or nine, give or take. So they were obviously, we're going to, we're the pilots. So, uh, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. I, I didn't really care. I was happy that we were on it. It didn't matter to me. I've never, you know, never been on it before. So I don't know what the expectation is. So it was the mother of this, of these, uh, kids was hysterical. She was, she was, she was a lot of fun because, so the little girl was on the left. So she was doing the left and right control of the ship, and then the pilot on the right does the up and down, and they get to uh, pull the hyperspace lever. Uh, so the little girl was not doing so well with the left or the right. So the mother's not yelling at her, but like encouraging her. And she, and the girl's name was Gabriella, so she's yelling with this like with this accent, which I believe was some sort of a Spanish accent, but they spoke English. Gabriella, Gabriella, left, left, left. And the thing lights up like everything else. So you, you know, Hondo's giving you direction, but it lights up when you have to do what you got to do. So in listening to what he explains is the pilots fly the ship. They do this, this, and this. The gunners have to shoot when it's time to shoot stuff. And the engineers fix things or hit buttons to fix things as the pilots crash. (laughs) So being that there was a seven and a nine-year-old pilot in the ship, there was a lot of crashing. So we were busy as engineers. There was lots of buttons to push and using both hands and, and the whole nine yards. I do feel, though, as that if you're busy doing that, it's hard to pay attention to what's going on in front of you because it's a lot of back and forth. But I don't think it detracted from the attraction at all. I don't, personally. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. We only collected one out of the two things, but it was a lot of fun. Kids had fun, even though they weren't my own. And <laughs> we walked out of there laughing, and it was good. Everybody was happy. So it's cool. So after we got out of there, we tried to get into Oga's, which I had no luck getting reservations for, and they said no, and it's not. there's no standby yet, just keep checking. Okay, fine. We checked about three or four times during the day. Uh, we went over and grabbed something to eat at the, um, I don't remember which, it wasn't the Docking Bay 7, it was the one with the Ronto wraps, with the, the sausage. Oh, with the, what's that called? 
Ronto Roasters. Yes, there you go. Yeah, we went there. Those things were phenomenal. <laughs> Those things were really. I want to try that next time. Yeah, they oh, it's so good. good. It's like this, it's like a pork sausage, like spiced a little bit with with like some sort of pork with some sort of like pulled pork wrapped around it, and then it's in the tortilla, and it's got coleslaw on it, and it, oh man, it was so good. <laughs> so we had that, and we just, then we headed back. We headed out through the tour story area. I said, oh, let's see what what uh, Slinky Dog is. So that was about an hour, but as everybody said, that's out in the sun. And neither one of us were too thrilled about standing out in the sun for an hour. So I was like, ah. So we went, we did Toy Story Mania. He's never been to that park either. So, and then I think after that, we went to Baseline, had a pretzel and some beers and ended up sitting at a table with, um, actually I was standing up because there was no tables. And then these, there was a couple that was sitting there like, oh, you can sit here. You know, it's only the two of us or whatever. It's like, oh, cool. Thank you. So sat there, ended up BSing with them. They're they were somewhat local i think they, they live in fort lauderdale but so going back and forth about with them about disney stuff because they come off and and mention something about a cruise there was another older couple that was sitting to my right on this you know those tables are long that are at baseline so so she jumped in the conversation because then it turned into like cruise conversation so then it was like split i was talking to the older couple we were talking about stuff and my buddy was talking to the other people and i think we sat there for like an hour and a half talking with these people getting more beers and stuff like that so it was just stuff like that happened throughout the trip because we didn't have to be anywhere we just ended up having great conversations with a lot of different just you know strangers i guess is the best word for it but so that was a lot of fun so after that i think we headed back into we did muppets because there's never a line for that uh, walked around the rest of the park just to show himself. We did an indie stunt show, um, which he wanted to sit right down in front for, so we did that. <laughs> and I've never sat in the front. Some dude got picked behind us as one of the uh, extras, so that was kind of fun. And then we headed back into, because uh, then it was getting dark. So then we headed back into uh, Galaxy's Edge just to check it out at night. And... Yeah, it was dusk time. So then I tried, I said, let's hit, we tried Olga's one more time because the line was kind of short. So I asked the guy, I said, all right. I said, uh, you know, still reservation only? Is there standby? So he looked at his other buddy who was standing there and like, uh, you know what? We're, we're good. Like this, whatever this umbrella was that they were standing on. like, this is our marking point. If the, if the reservation line is up to here, then we can't do standbys. So we're like, okay, so what does that mean? Do we get to stand in line, or are you just telling us this for no reason? So he let us, we got in the standby line. And I'm not even exaggerating, five minutes before they called my name. And no reservation, five minutes we're in. So yeah, in Oga's, no, no, uh, no reservation. So uh, I don't know if everybody knows how it works. You're supposed to be in there for 45 minutes. I guess it's only a two-drink mm-hmm. uh, maximum. So, supposedly. Supposedly, right. So we sat at a table. There was other people there already. Um, we didn't sit at the bar, stand at one of the little outer bar-type things. We were at a table. Pretty much when he went in the door, I think it was, we were like the third table to the left. We were like one table away from Rex, where he sits up in his little podium. Uh, so, you know, chit-chatting with everybody around us, because everybody's there for the same reason, you know. And just, you know, kind of seeing what everybody got. Uh, I got the, uh, whatever the one that came in the Endor glass, the Yub Nub, I think it was, which was good. I mean, it's a sweet pre-mixed drink, but it, w- it was serviceable. 
Uh, I think James got the uh, whatever the, the whiskey one was, which was basically a giant with some other stuff in it and like a small glass, no souvenir glass. Um, I got and then so then I had gotten after that I wanted to get the uh, I wanted to get the beer flight set for a friend of mine, uh, my buddy Ian, who had done me a solid a couple of years ago and got me that uh, hitchhiking ghost mug that I wasn't able to get from um, Trader Sam's when they released it like three days after I'd left that trip. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to return the favor. So I, I didn't get the beers. I just got the thing, the, the set for him um, and mailed that right from the resort to his house because he lives in Florida. Uh, so that technically counted as my second, but I didn't realize that. The server really didn't didn't say anything, so we had another. We had a round of beers after that, because we were going through them pretty quickly. We we're, you know, it was the forty-five minutes. But so another family. This is when um, this is when Adrian's doppelganger came and sat with us, <laughs> which I explained to her a little bit before we started recording. So this family came. It was a husband, wife, two little girls, and uh, their grandparents. And I wish I knew which. I don't. I think it was the mother's mother. Eddie, what did he say? What did he say? He was retired military. I can't remember what branch. I'm pretty sure he said it was. Uh, um, they're going to listen to this, and I'm going to get it wrong, and I'm going to be embarrassed because uh, I handed out podcast cards every because because I'm horrible at self promotion. And James was like, "Oh, RJ's because she was talking about podcasts that she listens to or something like that." And, she, and he was like, "Oh, RJ's got a podcast with a bunch of other people." He was like, "You know," and she's like, "Oh, I like to listen to podcasts." So I happened to have I keep the cards in my that Milford made a couple of years ago in my disney backpack so i handed them out to all of them and uh it was it was funny because the the grandmother reminded me of my mother and they had the same name which was even funnier they were both named debbie so (laughs) she had this card and she really i mean she knew what it was but she's like oh she's like does this mean that you're famous because you do one of those you know podcasting so she wanted me to hold the card up while she took my picture (laughs) which i thought was hysterical and I said after we left the restaurant, I was like, I never even told these people my name. I never gave them, like, my Twitter handle. Like, everything was on the card. And, um, you know, the QR code is on there that they could scan to go to the, the uh, Diz Explorers website. So I just thought it was funny because I don't even think of that kind of thing when that stuff happens. So so it was funny. So anyway, so this this woman was definitely Adrian. Um First of all, they all had matching shirts that she had made with, I think, one of those cricket machines It said, something to the effect of Batu here we come or or we're coming for you Batu and I had a little picture of the Millennium Falcon and, and they were cute so they all had them um, and the little girls were oh man one of them was oh she had to be five or six and the other one was maybe eight if I recall um, and they were adorable they were absolutely adorable so they sat, they had their drinks, and we had, at this point, we were ready for more, but we had been there well over an hour. So the guy came around again, and I was like, oh, um, James had run out to go to the bathroom, which they give you a little pass thing to let you back in, which they didn't flag that. I mean, they know how they know where you are and how long you've been in there, so they let them come back in. So I guess they really weren't worried about the time. Um, so the server's like, ah, he's like, you know, you know, you guys have been here for whatever you've had your things. So I was like, all right, cool, man. I don't, you know, I don't want to get him. No big deal. Uh, he's like, you know, it's not me. He was like, it's them. And he was like pointing to where the, like, the managers and the other people that are just making sure everything's running smoothly because it's new. I was like, all right, man. I was like, dude, don't worry about it. He's like, he's like, what do you want? You guys took care of me. He's like, can I get you something quick? I was like, just get us another round of the same beers. So he brought us another round of the same beers. 
uh, you know, we paid him right away for it, uh, you know, tipped him heavy again, and he was a happy dude. And so we, we talked to these people, like they sat with us even after they were done with their time too. So that led me to believe there was not anybody waiting. So when, when James came back from the bathroom, he's like, there's nobody waiting in line outside. I was like, all right, that's why they're not throwing us out of here then. Because if there's nobody knocking down the door to get in, why are they going to ask people to leave? Because they're just going to keep spending money. Um, so it was good, man. I had a great time. You know, Rex went through his thing where you, whatever the song is, where you yell and put your arm in the air. Like he was, he was, t- you know, the server's telling us, uh, Michael was his name. He's, he's telling us the, the language and how to say cheers. And I forget what the hell it is now. Um, but it was good. I had a good time. I had a good time. I don't know that I'd go in there and get the mixed drinks all the time, but the beers are good and I like the beer. So if I had an opportunity to go and hang out in there, it would definitely be a, uh, a beer deal and not the mixed drinks. Um, do they have food in there or is it just yes they have like a snack it's called like batu bites or something the couple one of the couples after that were sitting on our left that came in they got it uh and it seemed to be some sort of like a it was like a chili or something that you can scoop with like these colored chips and it had some other stuff so i don't know if it was i didn't ask exactly what it was but it was something along those lines um, yeah, and then the other thing was like a cheese and meat tray that. Oh, it's like a charcuterie, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's. I think it's almost the same one you get at that baseline. Uh, baseline. It yeah. could be. It could be. I don't see why it wouldn't be, but yeah. So anyway, Olga's was was cool. I had a lot of fun there. Uh, the music's not my favorite type of music, but it's not blaring and in your ear and unless they until they do that one part where they want everybody to kind of chant together. But it's fun. It's fun. You know, and it's a whole new, you know, it's a whole new bar. It's not the Mo Sesley Cantina, which is, my buddy was like, where's the hell is the Cantina band? I was like, they're not here. I said, this is a different planet. I was like, don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the bar was themed really, really well. Like I went and tried to get some pictures and I stood up there and, you know, tried to see uh, all the stuff that they had above. There. It was like packed, you know, there's a lot of crap to look at up there. So next time I'm down there I hope to maybe get closer to the bar and spend some time staring at it up there I think that would be a lot of fun um did yeah, they break a, the bar while you're in there did they what break the bar yes is that what it does when the whole power goes down yeah the whole place went yeah. like dark and then we had to do whatever to get the power back on yeah I forgot about yeah. that yeah that was yeah. really cool I was like wait a minute what the hell's going on here <laughs> I was like is this how they get everybody out <laughs> but uh yeah that was a lot of fun so Milford you sound like you you experienced a lot of the same stuff yeah, I I actually sat there at the bar. Oh, nice! At the end, and was you know I was I sat there and I tried to get those guys out of character. Yes, it's impossible. It is. It they all know is. their parts, and they've got them rehearsed, and you know it's obvious that they're the top cast members because they got in that area. Yes, because definitely. they can stay in character. Oh, absolutely! You know everything's credits. Everything's yes. You know, I I tried to engage in conversation with the bone bartender, and you know, I'm like, so are you guys part of the whole bar service for Disney? And he's like, what's this Disney you speak of? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I had mentioned something about Trader Sam's or something like that. He's like, oh, is that a uh, on another world or another planet? And I was like, oh. And then I was like, all right, yep, all right, let me play along with this. And I was like, yes, yes, it most definitely is. I said, you should go there sometime. It's a lot of fun. I said, bring your credits. Because <laughs> you're gonna need them. <laughs> yeah. The cool it, thing was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that was it. No. The cool thing was, was they actually had beers that were specific to Ogas. Yes. So those breweries made those beers for Ogas, and that's the only place that served. 
There's okay. an Angry Orchard cider there that's a yep. spiced cider. Yeah. And it's only served at Ogos. Yep. I think the other one was the one I had was the it was the lager or the Hefeweizen. I don't remember. It was the yeah. Womp, it was the white Wampa something or other, which I think yep. was Blue Point. I believe was. Yep. Ballast uh, Point. Or Ballast Point. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's the one I had. Either me or James had that one. I don't remember. And I had yep. the other light one, and it was good. I liked it. I liked it. And then I had. I actually ended up having like six drinks the day I was in there. Oh, nice. Now, I got there the Sunday after the hurricane, so there was a lot of people canceled their trips. Right. Um, my time in Black Spire and Batu was pretty much well spent. I, I spent five hours everything and rode Smuggler's Run four times. Yeah, that's about the t- Because it yeah. was not crowded at all. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I did have the Jedi mind trick at ogas yes and i've got the recipe somewhere but it, oh, cool that was pretty good but those drinks are a lot of sugar they're well because they're pre-mixed they're a lot of sugar yeah i yeah. know like the the people next the uh the kids got whatever the drink was that had the little pearly things in it and the, oh yeah the bubble thing bubble things yeah and the girls were laughing every time they they popped them in their mouth and i think the mother got the uh the tauntaun one the one with the fizz that makes your lips all numb and weird um yeah and i forget what the uh i don't think the the grandparents didn't get anything alcoholic i don't believe and i don't remember what her husband got he might have gotten the jedi mind trick i'm not sure um but it was good so yeah those people were a lot of fun and it was great because then um so then the coasters on the table and we're like oh you know let's grab some of the coasters so at this point the server had come around again i think he was giving the check to the other people and uh he said oh he said there's uh there's five different designs. We had four of them on the table. We're like, all right. So we took a few. He was like, here, you need these for your, you know, your collection, your archives or something like that. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. Um, so then like five minutes later, our, the same guy, the, our same server we've had, Michael, walks around. He drops a stack of about 20 coasters <laughs> on the table. He was like, I don't know what's in here, but here you go. We're like, holy crap. So we found the ones. Ah. So we found the four, the, the ones that we didn't have. I took a couple, and then uh, I gave a set to the girls uh, across the table because they were, so, the, you know, the, the mother was very happy about that. So, we, you know, we gave them a whole set of each five, each girl. And then I still had enough to have. I think James kept a couple, and I still have, I think, two or three of each one. <laughs> that I took home. Um, so for a first experience, it was very, very cool. It was for, and for not having a reservation and getting in there, I was, I was super excited when we walked out. We walked out of there happy, and then went right back on Smuggler's Run. We're not right back. I think we walked around and had. Did we have another Ronto wrap? I don't remember. We might have had something else to eat, or we went through the shops just to kind of see what the merchandise was, and then we jumped back in line for. I have a question about the merchandise. Is it like the same Star Wars stuff that you see in Tomorrowland, or is it totally no, unique? No, it was unique to there, and I wasn't impressed with anything. I was trying to look for something for Steph, and I couldn't find in the land. I couldn't find anything that was like, eh. Like the kid stuff was okay, but there was like one shop that was all stuffed animals and porgs. Then there was another one that had whatever those things are that sit on your shoulder, kind of like the Banshee, but the Star Wars version of it. Uh, I didn't even go into the droid shop or the lightsaber thing because I knew I wasn't doing any of those. Did you go into the Den of Antiquities? Mm, no. What the hell one was that? That was the one where they had the case where they had a lot of lightsabers for sale, but they also had other Empire and uh, Republic. No. I did uh, Probably should have looked stuff. at the map. 
Probably yeah, that place, that place was pretty cool because um, they actually sell like the the rank insignias for the Empire people. Oh, their I hat, that. the the um, oh, the crap. spanner pen that those or the cylinder pens that those yeah. guys have in their pockets. Yeah, um, all that kind of stuff. And oh. then they had these cubes, and I don't remember what they're called, but every cube with a different color. Oh, was it like the holocrons? Yeah, the holocrons. Yeah. Okay. They sold those in there. Not oh, exactly really? cheap. No, I'm sure they weren't. Um, Damn it! Now but you basically pushed a button, and depending on what color of kyber crystal you had in it, it did different stuff. Oh, nice. And and then it would have a it would display a message on the bottom. Oh, cool. Depending on what kyber crystal was in it. Right, right. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So then, let's see. So then we went to go on Smuggler's Run again, I think, after walking around. And we ended up right behind the family that we just um, were sitting at the bar at for an hour. So the line was like 45 minutes, so we went through there. And it was funny, because we kept seeing these, or James kept seeing all these these QR codes on a lot of the crates and boxes all over the land. And he kept scanning them with like his QR thing and would come up to some random number. And at one point we'd asked one of the cast members, you know, in there and they were kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know. We know, you know, Olga made us do some strange things and Hondo always hides stuff. So we don't really know what those mean and, and what like the numbers meant. Cause it was just coming up with like a, a random number and, and a set of letters. So all day he kept trying to, we kept trying to figure this out. So we get in the line with this other family and we see the little girl scanning it with her dad's phone or something. And I was like, oh, how'd you make it do that? And she was like, oh, it's on the app. And I'm like, holy crap, I forgot completely about that Disney Play app. So that's what, it, so when you scanned all these barcodes, it like, it, it, it was like stuff you can collect, I guess, throughout the land and, and make this collection to, and then I guess you can do stuff with it. I don't know if you could trade it with other people or... Or things like that, but I was like, "Oh, you know, we're idiots." <laughs> see, you needed—I was like, "See, you need a nine-year-old to tell us how to do stuff." Um, I'm sure if my kids with me, were with us, with me, they would have figured it out. But so, any future people going there, when you see all those uh, QR codes, scan them with the Disney Play app. <laughs> It'll do something. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So we sat with, so we, you know, the whole time just talking with those people again, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. So they were six, so they went on their own thing and uh so we got to be pilots this time which was a lot of fun so we get there we're pilots and there was a group of four that came behind us of they must have been four friends and they were made up their own these people were nowhere near as fun as the family that we had the first time around they they kind of seemed like they were very serious and wanted to do everything correctly and not mess around sucks for them because uh we were deemed by the cast members by the cast member who loaded us in the joke crew because because we sat down at the oh. table to to take pictures. Well, he was he was because <laughs> yeah. we were goofing around and we had you know just stumbled out of Oga's, so we were you know we were feeling good. And I don't know if we were asking stupid questions or whatever. And he was like he's like where where did you guys come from? He's like are you sure? He's like should I not let you guys pilot this ship? Like he was totally playing along. And I was like no 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 we're gonna pilot the heck out of the Millennium Falcon. He's like don't you worry. And he's like, where are you guys coming from? He's like, oh, we just came from August. So he said, oh, great. He said, this is going to be a great flight, isn't it? So when it was time to move us from uh, where he collects the cards, he's like, okay, joke crew over here or joker crew, whatever it was. So that just made us laugh even more because you're just feeding into our ridiculousness. Oh, man. 
So when we sat down, he's like, okay, have a good flight, everyone. We'll uh, see you on the other side. <laughs> that thing is not as easy to pilot as it looks. <laughs> we did good. We did good. We, we, caught, we did catch both <clears throat> canisters, but for some reason it did not register the second one that we got it. Um, so, you know, Hondo does his thing at the end where he tells you how much damage you did to the ship and how much money you owe, this, that, and the other thing, but I don't care. I got to fly the Millennium Falcon. I got to pull the hyperspace lever. <laughs> really didn't matter to me if we caught nothing. So you did realize <laughs> each position gets their own score, right? Uh, probably, but I didn't really... Yeah, it you know, displays really... on the panel next to you if you're a... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. If yeah, you're a gunner right. or an engineer, if you're a pilot, it's on the console in front of you, but... Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and then it it awards you credits, and supposedly you're be able to scan it with the uh, Play Disney the app, app, and it's supposed to keep track for you. Oh, I'm sure it does. I don't know. We were Marauders. Yeah. That was our rank. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we... Uh, it was close to nine at that point, so we got the heck out of there before the uh, before the crowds were going to dip out. We went to the Polynesian again and, and hit up Trader Sam's, and so we sat at the bar again, and that was uh, it was like they knew we were coming, mm. and it was the same same crew, pretty much. There was one different bar, one different female bartender, Sally, and uh, Skipper Robin was there again, the main bartender guy, and uh, so yeah, so he knew our deal. We got our drinks and we sang, and the we were in the middle of the bar this time. The first time we sat, we were far left, which I guess that one is one of the seats that sinks, but it did not sink for my buddy all night long. So the poor couple that was sitting next to us, it was sank for the girl, and uh, which was absolutely hysterical because she wanted no part of it, uh, and she was getting aggravated because they wouldn't tell her how to get it back up. <laughs> <laughs> so Milford talking about getting people to break character, I broke the female <laughs> bartender. She had to turn around and walk in the back. Uh-huh. So the so the girl was getting aggravated because she was like, "How do I um?" She's like, "How do I get it back up?" So they were messing with her. So like Skipper Rob was messing. He's like, "Oh, there's a there's a button like underneath on the right. There's like a little button like a desk chair, and it'll it'll pop back up." So she's looking for it, and her and her I, I think the dude she was with was boyfriend friend whatever. He was absolutely no help at all. Didn't try to help her. Just kind of sat there like a bump on a log, and uh, he was. Uh, so she was like, I don't see anything. He was like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It's got a little pump pedal on the bottom, like a barber stool. So then she's looking for the pump. And he went on like three or four different things. Then she was like actively getting aggravated. And I think he, I think, <laughs> I think she cursed at him because he took her drink away. He was like, all right, you're getting drink time out now. I'm taking your drink away from her. And then he told her how to do it, however it was. So I was in hysterics. So then she was like, I'm so confused. I don't get it. So the female bartender was Sally was right in front of me because she was, she was making something. <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, "And that's what's making it more fun." She started to say something and she literally <laughs> lost complete control of herself. She was like, "Okay, I can't. I'm done." <laughs> she walked into the back. She was like, "You broke me." <laughs> so that was even better. Um, so that was it. Was I don't know. It just went on and on like that. So and I had posted a little video in our. In our group, I could put it on the Diz Explorers page. So when you order the Tiki 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 rum, five tikis, otherwise you get scolded, um, you get to sing a little song. The bartender. And it's delicious. Yes. Yes, it it's is. It's a painkiller. So, which is probably my favorite thing. So I went between painkillers and, and the hippopotamai tie just because I like yelling two shots of rum. <laughs> 
Um, so yes, yeah, so you get to sing the song. They get put a little ukulele. They give you a set of maracas, and you sing the little in the tiki 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 room. All the birds are drunk, and the flowers too, and however the rest of it goes, I don't know. And really um, fast. Really, really fast. Yeah. So the first time I was like, wait, wait a minute. So the, by the second time or third time, I figured it out, and that's when my buddy videotaped it. So uh, it's really hysterical. So anyway, Trader Sam's is fun. Just go. I could go on the whole damn episode about how much fun Trader Sam's was with all the different people that you meet and, you know, you hang around there long enough. You literally, you become part of the show and part of the thing. Because well, now we know what our next podcast will be. What's that, Trader? We should just have our official meet. Yeah. Oh, see, Sam's. I'm thinking in 21 when we all go for the 50th, Yeah. we do our show from the Trader Sam's. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> It'd be kind of loud, but that'd be that would be funny. impossible. That's okay, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. We can figure it out. They make filters for that, <laughs> for the noise. If others can broadcast from there, that's right. So, so can, can we. we. That's right. Through the magic of editing. That's right. The ma- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that was Trader Sam's day number two. That was it. Uh, Monday was Epcot. We did. Um, the final illuminations. We hit Soren, living with the land, and food and wine. That was it. So, what's my attraction account up count up to now after the fourth day at Walt Disney World? Six. <laughs> we did not do very many attractions. We did a bar and sit down and hang out kind of trip, which was fine. Uh, and we did American Adventure. We watched um, the Mariachi Band because we both like Mariachi bands. And so the special highlight of Monday was it was the final Illuminations Refractions of Earth, uh, which they sent off in non-fanfare. It ended as normal. There was no special tag at the end. Uh, I guess later on in the evening, I don't know how much later, they did the barge blow-off. But um, I don't know. I saw a video of it. We were lucky enough to get on board one of the Illuminations crews with uh, some of the Mouse Rants folks. And that was a lot of fun. I'm really, really glad we did that. We ate dinner at Garden Grove beforehand, which was good. I'd never been there before. It was good. You know, I had salmon. It was, it was good. It was a buffet and, like, a main course kind of mixed together. So that was pretty cool. So we took the boat, which goes out of the uh, yacht club. Um, and uh, the pilot we had was really great. You can – they serve, like, uh, soda and, and chips are included with your price. You can bring – booze on if you would like so we went to the um whatever the hell the little sundry store is at the yacht club and grabbed some beers and we went and did our deal and so he kind of takes you for a little tour first around because you leave at eight o'clock um on the boat so we went around by studios kind of it's almost seems the same path that the uh that the boats take to get you to uh like if you took the boat from studios to the international gateway and stuff i think it kind of took that same path so we parked outside the kind of right under the Skyliner, near the right, the Skyliner station, and there was great picture shots of, like, the Tower of Terror with the moon over it, so I think that's the point of that. Uh, and he did some explaining about stuff, but I was towards the back of the boat, so I didn't hear all of it. Um, and so that was, you know, took us around. He parked under the bridge about 10 minutes before the show started, and there was six of these boats that come out. And they tether them all together so they don't all float away. Uh, and it was fun. It was it was great. I'd never been that close to the show. Uh, you know, you can hear all the music. You're right there. You're right. Water levels. You see the whole entire fountains and the flames and everything else. There's no trees in your way. Very, very cool. Very great way to end it. 
kept myself together a lot more than I thought I would, especially because of the amount of booze that I had in me. I thought I was just going to completely lose it, but uh, but we d but it did good. It did you know did good. Maybe because I was with a group of people and we were laughing and having fun. Uh, maybe if I was standing by myself, it probably would have been different. But I was glad I was with the uh, people that I was with. It was cool. Uh, it would have been awesome to have my wife there with me too, but. Um, got plenty more years for fireworks shows to end. Boat drops you off, and that was the end of it. We were going to try to meet up. I was going to try to meet up with a friend of mine at Cruise Cup or one of those bars over there, but it closed at 11, and by the time we got ourselves back around and everything else, it was close to that. So we ended up just walking to the boardwalk. We went to the ESPN club because we were hungry, uh, but that kitchen closed at 11, so we had one more drink and a beer and then got the hell out of there and went back to the resort and... Um, and that was it. It was actually funny. We had some beer in the room, and we were going to try to make it back to Sam's again, but that logistically would have never worked. So I put brought up the uh, the uh, music loop from there on the old YouTube. We put it into the Bluetooth speaker we had, and we had a six-pack of beer in the room, and we had a couple of beers. <laughs> so we were, we were up past midnight anyway and listened to the music. Monday was about the same deal. Epcot did a bunch of stuff. Uh, took him around to the DVC lounge, and uh, we hit Test Track, Spaceship Earth, and uh, that was about it. Uh, oh, and because it was start starting to ruin, so then we went back into World Showcase. First day we started in Canada side, I broke protocol, and we went around that way. <laughs> so the second day we started in Mexico and went watched the mariachi band again. By the time we got to Norway, it was looking like it was going to rain, and it was kind of starting to drizzle. So we're walking right by, so the bathrooms are over there where the Anna and Elsa meet and greet are. So I was like, ah, I was like, you know what? Sign says 10 minutes, dude, it's going to rain. He was like, I don't care, let's go meet some princesses. So we walked <laughs> in, <laughs> two grown men. <laughs> the looks, fantastic. The looks from the family in front of us could have killed because they were like, they looked like they were so uncomfortable that the two of us were in there. <laughs> I was like, why? I was like, I didn't care. But they looked like they were like, why are these two like middle-aged men in here? Because you were childless, though you're not a millennial. You exactly. were childless. Uh, don't even get me started on those stupid shirts that people were wearing with that said childless millennial on them. But, uh, so yeah, so we met uh, Anna and Elsa. Elsa didn't seem to want to play along too much. She kind of stuck to her spiel and, and uh, you know, are we ice carvers and everything else. She was cool, but I get it. You know, Elsa's not generally the fun one in the mix anyway. Aunt Anna, on the other hand, totally wanted to play Fantastic. along and have fun. Oh, my God. She was so freaking awesome. I could have stood there for 20 minutes talking to her. So she was a lot of fun. So And she said, well, how did she put it? Because I had a sleeveless shirt on. She was like, I like your your drawings. I forget what lingo she used. I don't remember what she said about about my tattoos, and I was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you," you know. And uh, she took a picture with her, and she was cool. She was like, "She's like, have fun at the ice carving festival. Come back and see me again." <laughs> and I was like, I'll "Come back and see you again anytime. <laughs> you were awesome." Um, so by that time, the little shower had kind of been done. I guess it dumped pretty hard, but while we were in there, so our plan worked out. Um, so we whatever made our way around and did the rest of that for the rest of the day, and then kind of found our spot for. Epcot Forever, which we parked right on the bridge between the UK and France um, with half of the people that we uh, saw the show with last night. So there was six, <sighs> six others that were with us. Um, so uh, Jerry and his wife and Jillian and her husband, they did the, one of the dessert parties that were kind of right down below. 
because uh, that's what they wanted to do. So uh, we stood up there, me and James, with our other friends, uh, Danny and Sarah, and we watched from up on the bridge, which was cool. Um, I'm not going to go into extreme detail about the show. I liked it. You know, I didn't go into it with high expectations. It's an interim show. I liked the direction it was going. I got the message it was sending. You know, the the nod, the callbacks were cool. Um, you know, it, it was fine for me. It was fine. I really can't... Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it is. It, it was what it was. I don't know if any of you guys watched a, a video of it. I watched um, the live stream. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it was I cool. enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I think diehard fans and, and Epcot nostalgics were looking for like an actual everything old Epcot, original Epcot. I, I don't think that was ever the intent of the show. I'd have to go back and read what the Disney's release about it was. I, I know it was supposed to be a nod to it. And I, I don't even know. Um, All I know is Twitter exploded. It's an interim show. Twitter exploded, and and I got caught up in it later in the hotel room on it and put a whole big three-thread friggin' speech on it, and it was like, whatever. And I said my piece, and I'm done with it. Yeah, I stayed away from it. I didn't didn't want to deal with it. No, I mean, well, I wasn't mean or nasty. I just just put my opinion on it like everybody else was doing. I just didn't understand what the active hatred of the thing was. It's an interim show. They're giving you something until the big show is ready. Yes. The nostalgia Take it and the flying kites that look like sea serpents. Yeah, but those things were cool. And if you saw it I live, know. you I want to be the guy who drives the jet ski because those dudes yes. were mowing oh, around were those, those jet skis. Right? I know. Yeah, they were like little yeah. sea dudes. And it was one guy, and it had the thing with the four kites on it, and they were zipping around the, the lagoon. I was like, that's freaking badass, so man. Cool. I want that job. And then the kites <laughs> were on fire. The I'm kites sorry, were on that's fire. Yeah, flying, that was cool, man. Glowing sea serpents in the air were yeah. on fire. Hey, listen, it's better That's than cool. it's better than water screens, right? Which is what we're going to get right. with Harmonious. Oh, oh so that well. reminds me. Holy crap. The preview center opened up on the 1st. Yeah. Which was that day. The preview, the, no, the, pre, the Epcot preview center in the Odyssey Oh, building. okay. So like old school preview center like they did when Epcot was being built in the late 70s. Right, right. Holy shit, was this thing freaking cool. First of all, you... You went in the building, and I was like, you know, they have a little snack bar. And I got it. I, I said to James, I was like, dude, get myself some popcorn because this is going to be a show. He was like, you're such a child. I'm like, yes, <laughs> but I'm going to watch something. I want popcorn. <laughs> so this place was cool as hell. Um, they had attraction posters all around the whole place. So it was a, so it was a circle, the whole thing. They redid the from what it was before. So it doesn't look anything like it did when they used to do the craft beer thing in there and, and right. anything for any of the festivals. You walk in, the snack thing's to the right, and then there's like a circular room that has just one door in and out because that's where the actual preview center is. There's a 3D model of Epcot in the middle of it, an interactive 3D model that has just the new stuff that they're adding in, in proper location around this map. And it's like total... Topography, topography correct, if that's even a mm-hmm. word. <laughs> it's not just a flat model. It has the hills and valleys of Epcot and has where everything's placed. Then, then there's a three, almost a 360-degree movie screen around you that would highlight each a new thing coming and what it did. And as it um, projected on the screen what it was doing, a, a, a complementing projection was on the 3D map with what was going on. Amazing. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so freaking cool. Like, videos 
if pe I'm sure people have taken videos, I think they were trying for people not to take videos. Like there was Disney security, there was a lot of cast members in there, which I'm glad. Nobody should be taking video of the goddamn thing and putting it over. If you want to see it, come down and see it. Um, but anyway, because you can't capture, what are you going to do, stand and walk around in a circle? Like you can't, there's no way. Because what you had to see wasn't only in one spot on the screen. It moved all over the place. Um, so anyway, so it highlighted everything. The new stuff coming to World Showcase, the Moana attraction, the neighborhoods, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, everything. Anything new that they've announced, the Mary Poppins, everything was there. Very cool, great presentation. I really, really liked it. Um, and then they had like four um, photo pass photo op shots. So I did two of them because the other two were kind of really for couples. And... Uh, yeah, so I did two of them. One was like in front of Spaceship Earth, and one was like for Guardians in the Galaxy. And honestly, I didn't even look back at the app to see how they came out. Um, so that was that. And then, um, and then I think we went back and uh, went back into World Showcase and did some more eating and drinking and got our spot for the show. Uh, last day of the, uh, yeah, we did Disney Springs because James didn't have a park pass for that last one. I had gotten myself an annual pass, so I was like, that's fine. I haven't really done much down there anyway. My wife did. My wife and I did last time the two of us was there, but not a whole hell of a lot. We walked around to a couple of the, did a lot of the shops and and hit some of the, uh, looked through some of the restaurants. We didn't eat at any of them, any of the new bars and stuff. So I met my friend uh, Kristen down there because I'd seen her the day before. And that's what she was doing for the day too. So I was like, um, I was like, awesome, we'll meet you uh over there, so we got there a little after 11, right when it opened. Uh, we walked right over from the uh, Saratoga after we checked out, put our bags in the baggage claim, and did our deal. Uh, so we met her over at Polite Pig, um, and she goes to all these places often because she is she's not a local, but she only lives an hour away on the West Coast. Um, so she's there often. So she knew the bartender and um, at Polite Pig, and at Homecoming, <laughs> but not at Morimoto. Those are the three stops we made. Um, I don't remember what the appetizer she had already when we got to Polite Pig. It was, oh, it was pork belly, like, over some sort of maybe, like, sweet sweet potato mash or something like that. I don't know what the hell it was, but it was freaking fantastic. I've had pork. that. That's actually really great. Oh, my God. It was so freaking good. Um, and then I had, uh, she made me a kick-ass old-fashioned with some whatever ridiculous bourbon because they have a million different bourbons there. And then she let me try this uh, this white rum. The Siesta Key White Rum, because I'd never had that before. She made, she let me try it like a little, like a little tiny pour of it, and then she made me a, uh, she just did like a, uh, a rum and coke or something with it, just for me to try in like a short glass. So that was pretty cool. She was fun. She was a cool bartender. We bullshitted there for a little while, and then we headed over to, and, and this is like, this is what Kristen does, and I guess when they're there with her group of people, like they just bounce from bar to bar to bar, and they have appetizers, and they, they do their thing all day long. So I was like, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. So we went to Homecoming next. I'd never been in that place either. So we sat up at the bar, and she was like, I'm just going to order stuff because I know what you guys need to try. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't care to eat anything. So we got the deviled eggs, the uh, whatever kind of... Um, they were like, uh, they were chicken legs, I guess, or chicken, they were huge. So it was like four of those or something like that. And then what was the other thing? She got? And then the uh, and then the hush puppies. Holy moly, everything was good. So freaking good. Had a bunch of drinks there and everything else. And then we finished off at Morimoto Asia, which I had never been in either. So that place was cool. We sat up at the bar. 
and uh, James got some sushi platter and some weird thing, and she got something to eat. I didn't get anything to eat because I stuffed my face at homecoming. I didn't need to eat anything <laughs> else. Just got a, like I got one specialty drink and like a, and a uh, and a beer. But the weirdest thing about Morimo, the place is gorgeous inside. It's absolutely beautiful. The weird thing about that restaurant is the bathroom is very strange. Because in the men's room, and I guess the women's room is the same thing, there's all these yeah, weird is. goddamn pictures of... So in the men's room, there's weird pictures of women staring at you going to the bathroom. Like, they're not above the urinal, but they're on the wall behind you, and you walk in, you're like, whoa. And she had warned me about it. But I was like, wow, that's so... Like, I don't get it. What the hell's the point of that? It's old... It's elderly people. It's middle-aged people. It's kids. It's every... It, it's every age group of... People. Listen, <laughs> in the women's room, it's all uh, male. So I was like, that's very odd. I don't know if that's a good thing or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, so we did that, and then uh, that was it. That was the end of the trip. Headed back, and um, that's it. Back to the salt mines. That sounds fantastic. So, that sounds like know. a great trip. It was a true, It was a true vacation because, like I said, I did very, very little planning. And it actually was fine because we just kind of meandered about and whatever we kind of felt like doing, we did. Uh, we weren't worrying about running to reservations and fast passes. And some of the fast passes I made, like I said, we kind of just blew them off anyway and just kind of did whatever. And I loved every Sounds minute great. of it. That other family that we met was uh, – oh, I, I have to give them a shout-out because they are probably going to eventually <laughs> listen to this. And I actively wrote down their uh, their last names because I wanted to – I wanted to uh, give their names of all these people that I met. So the husband, wife, and the daughters, and I don't, I, I don't think we actually ever exchanged first names with any of them. So they were the Hoskins family from Indiana. So if you do end up listening to it, <laughs> hello, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with me and my buddy and putting up with our nonsense. <laughs> we did have a lot of fun with hanging out with you guys. It was cool, and and I believe it was her parents. Uh, they were the McKnight family from Kentucky, uh, and they were a lot of fun too. Like the, the mother totally reminded me of my mother. Her name was Deborah. She spelled it the exact same way: D E B O R A H, which is even more ironically funny. My buddy James, that's his mother's name, and she spells it the same way too. So that was like another. It was just like a funny one of those things. Um, and she totally acted like my mom because she was holding her phone up walking around the land like taking pictures of stuff and, and like randomly uh, so it was cool but um, yeah so that's it that's all I got on that <laughs> if that's not enough that's pretty good that's <laughs> pretty good as I rambled on for an hour about my about my drunken nonsense through Disney World um, so yeah so um, <laughs> I don't know um, the grandmother's name was Deborah. I don't remember what. Okay. I don't remember what the uh, what the uh, family's name was. What the husband or wife's name was. I really honestly don't. I don't. Well, I don't think we exchanged names. To be honest with you, it's it's interesting. I'm friends with a bunch of Hoskins. So okay, they were from yeah, and I so don't know where. If they, if they listen to the podcast and they find I'm on here, they, that may be kind of comical. Yeah, no, I hope I hope they reach out somehow just to to give me their names because they're they were really cool. And actually, the little girl, I think it was the older daughter, was uh, liked Pez, like the Pez things. Like she was collecting Pez containers, and the Pez headquarters and museum is like. 45 minutes from us so my buddy James was like oh he's like I'll he's like I'll take a ride up there and I'll I'll get some uh some special ones is there any ones that she's looking for 
and uh, and send them to her. And, and the mother was kind of was kind of like, oh, that's you know, you don't have to. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, give me your address. I'll totally do it. And he's like, I'm, you know, it's not a big deal. He's like, I'm up that way for work all the time. So, um, so that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, that'd be really funny, Milford, if who yeah. lived in your area. So yeah, I hope they hear this and, and reach out somehow. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's all I got. You know, good times. I have no idea where I'm going to get back there next. Probably won't be until the 50th. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. How about you guys? Anything else? No. For this week? Yeah. I've babbled enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're living fun. vicariously yeah. through you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I know, yeah. Jessica's going to be uh, hitting up the West Coast version uh, a week, or this week, this coming Friday. Um, so yeah. So we will definitely be uh, looking forward to hearing all about her trip there. And I basically, I think it's pretty much the same layout. I honestly don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I think it is too, but I can confirm after Friday. Yeah, most definitely. So I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing that to get your thoughts on it. And uh, you know, we heard Adrian's uh, a couple weeks ago, so now uh, Miss Melanie just has to get, yeah. get her little tuchus down there. Way too long. Yeah, that's all right. come on. You're... It sounds like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, last drank enough for the five of us. They but, are um, addictive. Uh, I'll tell you what. I know you got to. Uh, yeah, come on. You're letting your annual pass uh, slide now. I mean, Jesus, six weeks, slacker. My next and trip is I... probably Disneyland. So. Oh okay. my god. I know. So there's like. Okay, Disneyland works. Well, since we've all oh. been together the last time, I booked a. Uh, Star Wars Day at Sea Cruise for February, and it's just me and the dogs. <gasps> so I'm taking Ooh, taking nice. my two year old and my soon to be twenty nine year old. And Megan's making costumes for us. So. Oh, awesome! Awesome! That's, That's uh, great. I'm, I'm going to be at uh, o- overweight doc- director Krennic. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just going to Star Wars bound. I think that's what the two kids are going to do. That's cool. Okay. That'll uh, be fun. But we are going down a day early. It's a Western again. (laughs) (laughs) I never get the one that's... I never get the Eastern. (laughs) But it seems like all the Star Wars Day at Sea ones are Western. Oh, really? On the Eastern. I haven't looked at the itineraries. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. One other thing, we had the uh, Disney meet during our little hiatus here. I and saw that. We raised fifty-five thousand dollars this year for Gift Kids of the World. Awesome! Well done. That's awesome. awesome. Very yeah. good. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear it. Worked out really well, and uh, good. Uh, That's awesome. Yeehaw Bob was there again this year, and man, he put on like a two and a half hour show. It was crazy. Wow! Wow! That's awesome. That guy can sing. Oh, and we also had the guy that does all the voices to the different songs. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, He's yeah, YouTube. the YouTube guy. He was there. Oh, cool. Show. That was quite nice. comical.
follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral Magic!